Life Audio. Hello, friends. Welcome to Story Behind Podcast. This is the show for people who love hearing a good story and who believe the world could use more positivity. We're the team behind God Updates and God Too, and we hope these weekly short stories will brighten your day. Martin's family shares the truth of who the famous singer really was. Written by Haley Wells. Read by Alyssa Forsberg. Dean Martin's family wants you to know the real truth about the legendary handsome singer. Images of an iconic dapper crooner, cocktail in hand, a cigarette between his fingers, and the words, baby it's cold outside on his lips, might be what comes to mind when you think of Dean Martin. But before hitting Hollywood, Dean, born Dino Crocetti, had an assortment of jobs. He left high school in his junior year, working first in a steel mill and later as a gas station attendant. Eventually, Dean became known in fighting circles as Kid Crochet and actually found success as a boxer. He won 25 of his 36 matches. But his real gift was his voice. When he discovered that, it wasn't long before he was performing all over the country. Dean first met his longtime partner, Jerry Lewis, in Atlantic City during one of Dean's early nightclub performances. They soon teamed up to create one of the most successful comedy acts of all time. Dean was not merely an amazing singer, he was very funny as well. The duo made 17 movies together, appeared on TV together regularly, and had an incredible 10-year run. Dean and Jerry became great friends, and their work was better for it. However, Differing work ethics and resentment led to arguing between the two. While Jerry was admittedly a workaholic, Dean Martin preferred a more family-friendly schedule. Dean sometimes felt that he played second fiddle to Jerry, so that was the source of conflict as well. After splitting in 1956, it was 20 years before Dean and Jerry spoke privately again. Frank Sinatra arranged for a surprise reunion between the two old friends during Jerry's MDA telethon. The event was moving and historic, seeing two friends come together with misty eyes and heartfelt hugs. According to Deanna, Dean's daughter, Dean was a stereotypical Italian father. He was strict and his family was very important to him. Dean was well-loved by the ladies, but he was not a womanizer, as the lyrics of his controversial holiday classic might suggest. He was also not a heavy drinker, Deanna reports. He was a great actor, though, because he certainly seemed inebriated at times. Deanna verified that Dean did have a nose job early on in his career, though he was probably quite the looker even with a more generous nose. Not only handsome and talented, fans and fellow celebrities considered Dean to be very cool. Elvis Presley described Deanna's dad as the king of cool. High praise for sure. Dean Martin died on Christmas Day in 1995, but he stayed in contact with Jerry after their 1976 reunion. Frank Sinatra, the friend who brought Dean and Jerry back together, commented on Dean's death. Dean has been like the air I breathe, always there, always close by. He was my brother, not through blood, but through choice, Frank said. A friend loves at all times, and a brother is born for a time of adversity. Proverbs 17.17 
Four-year-old called the police to talk about his toys, and then they showed up at his door. Written by Haley Wells. Read by Alyssa Forsberg. One young New Zealand boy innocently called the police and asked them to come to his house because he had something for them. But there were no donuts waiting for the officers, and there also wasn't any emergency. Instead, the tyke had made a call to 111, New Zealand's emergency dispatch number, to invite police to come see his toys. When the female dispatcher answered the call, she was addressed very respectfully as police lady. The four-year-old with a high-pitched voice and matter-of-fact manner stated that he had some toys for her. Whether he actually intended to give his toys away is uncertain, but he did request that she come see them. Evidently, dad was busy with another child in the home when the boy called the police and mom was feeling sick that day. That's when the lad made his move. Many have experienced the embarrassment of having a child take it upon themselves to use the phone without permission. And this time, that call was to the police, no less. After verifying with dad that all was well in the home, the dispatcher connected with Constable Kurt, who decided to take the young boy up on his offer. Constable Kurt made a visit to the boy's home, where he was given a toy tour by the youngster. While there, Constable Kurt showed his little admirer a few things as well, including the inside of the patrol car and the car's emergency lights. Constable Kurt even let the boy try on his hat. The call wasn't all fun and games. Constable Kurt took time to explain the proper reason to call the police. And he also explained why it's important not to call if it's not an emergency. You never know. That visit may have even sparked an early career interest for the boy. In the end, it's hard to say who enjoyed the visit more. Constable Kurt admitted that he did have cool toys. Constable Kurt met one little boy right where he was, demonstrating kindness and caring for one of the small citizens. That's pretty cool too. Teach them to your children, talking about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. Deuteronomy 11.19 If you're tired of parenting advice and news headlines that are more confusing than assembling IKEA furniture, we've got just the podcast for you. My dear friend Abby and I are here to help you navigate the parenting roller coaster. Should your kids be on social media? What should you tell a friend facing an unplanned pregnancy? These are just some of the many questions we tackle on our podcast. Subscribe to The Real Deal of Parenting wherever you find your podcast.